Welcome, welcome everyone to the Unhacked Mind Podcast, formerly known as the Christian Therapy Podcast. I do count it as a privilege that you have chosen my podcast. And if you are a returning listener, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I appreciate you and I truly appreciate you for sharing this podcast on your social media platform, as well as taking the time to rate my podcast with a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you are brand new to this podcast, I hope you enjoy what I share with you on this episode as well as previous episodes, and I sure hope you decide to come back. I try to post at least bi-weekly episodes. If you subscribe to the podcast, you will be notified when I've posted a new episode. One thing I would like you to be aware of is that I'm a licensed mental health professional practicing by way of telehealth for the state of Maryland and Georgia. However, my podcast is not meant to be a replacement for therapy with a licensed mental health professional. What I do on this podcast is inform, educate, entertain, and I sure hope I encourage. Lastly, I'm a published author of three books, Mission Uncomfortable, Getting Out of Your Comfort Zone for God, My Purpose Then and Now, and The Unhacked Mind. I also have the Unhacked Mind Academy for online self-study courses dealing with mental health and life circumstances. All of this information can be located in the show notes. Make sure to listen to each episode all the way to the end to learn how to connect with me. Okay, let's get this episode started. Can you think back and remember a time when you got yourself all fixed up, you did your hair, you did your makeup, if you're a man, you shaved, you put on your clothes, um, you put on your accessories, and then you leave out of the house, go to wherever you're going, and then maybe if you're in your car or maybe you use your cell phone, you then look at yourself in the mirror because for some reason you're not sure if you look like you did the last time you looked at yourself in the mirror. And so you're constantly checking to make sure that nothing has changed. Now, I know for me, you know, when I get dressed and get myself ready, I can find myself looking back and forth at the mirror over and over again as if all of a sudden, sudden something has drastically changed. Like I forgot how I looked. So I go back to see again and then I go back to see again and then I get somewhere and I go in the bathroom and I look again to see. It's it's a never ending cycle sometimes with me because I'm constantly worried that I look differently than what I saw the first time. Now, I know that it sometimes we do that because we're checking to make sure nothing like there's nothing in my nose, <laughs> there's nothing in my teeth, and that my lip gloss is still there, <laughs> my hair is still in place. But the reality of it is there is no real major change. Once you know what you look like, that's going to stay the same. Yes, we can go back and forth and check and see if our appearance is something is changing our appearance. But the reality is we, we're still the same person there is no major change. But what I would like to know is, 
the person that you saw in the mirror, are you still that person? Have you gotten so far away from who you really want to be and how you really want to be that you totally have like amnesia about who you used to be? And what I'm going, where I'm going with this is we fall, we fall away from the original person that we are. We, we fall so far away from that, that we don't recognize ourselves when we do look in the mirror. So my hope is to help trigger some ideas and some thoughts in you so you can get back to yourself. And that comes with a true understanding of self-awareness. How aware are you of yourself? How are you behaving? How are you speaking? How are you interacting with others? How are you engaging with people? What part do you play in the midst of relationships that you have with people? Do you ever own your part of the conflict or the issue that is between you and somebody else? Do you really know how you contributed to it? Or are you so far away from yourself that you can't even recognize when you're not really showing up as your authentic self? Or maybe the person that's showing up or the representative that's showing up in the relationship has never really been you. And you just just let who you really were back at home, back in the past, and you have never been out here really fully representing that person, your authentic self. See, one thing that I recognize with myself is whenever I get in relationships, I have always tried to um, adjust and make changes to me in order to please other people. And when I do that, I experience a lot of feelings like anxiety, confusion, and sometimes memory loss, because I don't know who this person is that's interacting with this person that I'm trying to be around. I have no clue. And because of that, when I look in the mirror, I have no recollection of who that person is looking back at me. But guess what? If you don't find a way to get back to you, the original you, the authentic you, you will be molded by everybody you come in contact with. You will take a piece of everybody and this imitation and this representative after a while will collapse because you cannot you cannot maintain that person that the world has created it is exhausting and i know because i have had multiple moments where i'm exhausted and then realize wow because you one didn't use your own voice two didn't choose your own things or the things that you enjoy the things that you want Three, you had no boundaries for yourself 
And therefore, everybody was allowed to overstep boundaries or create or enforce their own boundaries on you that didn't coincide with what you want for your own self. Not only that, what type of energy do you emit? What kind of energy are you emitting out into the world when you're connecting with people? Is it negative energy, positive energy? What is it? Because the reality of it is if your energy is negative, that's going to be exhausting anyway. That's going to wear you down anyway. How do you contribute to the pain? How, what, what's your contribution to the pain that you're experiencing? How do you contribute to the joy that you're experiencing? Where are you getting it from? What's the contribution? Because for one thing, when I'm in relationships with other people, I'm thinking that the pain that I'm experiencing is totally because of somebody else. I'm believing and I'm blaming somebody else for the pain that I'm experiencing. Yet I don't see what my contribution is to the pain that I'm experiencing. Because most of the time I'm actually inflicting pain onto myself in the way that I think, in the way that I show up, in the way that I behave. And I'm realizing another thing, or I have realized another thing in the past about myself is I don't really have control over myself. I don't have self-control in many of these situations. Most people don't have the ability to um, exercise self-control. And the reason is, is because every time something happens externally to them, they're reacting and not utilizing self-control. I have gotten to a place in my life where I understand that nobody makes me feel anything. I am responsible for my own feelings. And when I give away my power, that means they have control over me. But when you're learning to get back to yourself, you develop self-control. You don't blow up on people. You don't just go off. You don't um, start crying and, and, and doing something that you don't want to experience because of something somebody did because you're maintaining yourself. You're speaking to yourself. You're maintaining the words that you use. You're acting in the ways that is the way that you want to act because you have learned and practiced maintaining control of yourself, self-management, self-control. I am in charge of myself. I am responsible for what I do and what I say and how I act. I get to make choices for me. And it's not enough to think that I'm socially aware and I know you know, what's going on and I understand society. You can't be socially aware if you're not self-aware. You, you can't. You have to be so good at having self-awareness and self-control and self-management. You have to be so good at that first before you could ever really truly have social awareness. How can you really know and understand what's going on with somebody else when you don't have no understanding of your own self? It's, it just doesn't work that way. Now, I recognize and all week long, 
actually, no, for the last two weeks, I have heard this statement coming from people. And that is, I don't know what the future holds. And that's causing me anxiety. Well, guess what? We don't get the privilege of knowing the future. No one has the ability to predict the future. No one has the ability to know the outcome. We can't. God did not give us that ability. Now, some of us will swear that they can tell you the future. <laughs> you know, it's like, I knew that that was going to happen. No, you just assume that. And sometimes it happens that way, but you're not predicting the future. You're not because you don't have control over anything outside of yourself. Sometimes we can make a guess and it happens, but that is not that we were able to do it within ourselves. We don't have the ability to do that. So we will never know what is coming or what's on the other side of the door until we open the door, until we live or get to that moment. That's when we will see the outcome. Now, I know that this is probably difficult for some of us to really accept, but if you want to hold on to certain beliefs and believe a certain thing about yourself and it's producing something good for you, go, go on, keep it. Hold on to that belief. But we, what you'll find is that you're more stressed and more anxious than you need to be because of some of the ideas that we're holding on to. We are responsible for our own healthy self-awareness. We are responsible for that. And the thing is, is we're going to always come up on or come in contact with people that are unhealthy and have no self-awareness, that have no self-control. We're always going to do that. And we can't say, well, I'm so sick of, you know, having to be the one to do the right thing. I'm so sick of having to put up and deal with people like that. I'm tired of that. Why do I have to be the one or the bigger person? Why? Because it is affecting you. It's affecting you mentally, spiritually, and physically. So I'm not, I don't, it doesn't matter to me that these people have no self-awareness. I, I mean, I, I, I hope that they will get control of that. But the fact is, is that's not my concern. My concern is how I am showing up. That is my concern. And that's the only thing that I have. It doesn't matter. I just have to prepare myself mentally and spiritually for encounters with people who may not be healthy. Everybody is not out there doing self-help and self-care. Everybody out there is not trying to learn how to manage themselves or, or control themselves. I just got to accept that. I can understand why, and I can accept that that's the reality of it. But I don't want to feel what I'm feeling. So I need to worry about myself. I need to do what will be healthy for me regardless. 
So if I if I if I'm worried about how somebody's going to act, then I'm already putting my energy and focus on the wrong thing. All I need to do is worry about how I am going to show up and what I'm going how I'm going to respond in certain events where somebody goes off on me or somebody acts up or something happens that nobody could control. I'm just going to worry about how I'm going to show up in those instances. Be pressed with making your, yourself better. I'm here not to impress anybody else. Don't be pressed with trying to impress anybody. Don't be pressed with trying to give back to what people are giving to you. You just focus on what energy that you want to emit off, what state of mind that you want to be in, and how you show up. What part of you is showing up? The most authentic part of you is the part that you really want to put out there in the world. All right? So I'm hoping that you got something from this, and I'm hoping that it triggered ideas in yourself as you were listening to this. And if you feel like this has been helpful to you, maybe it'll be helpful to somebody else, and you might feel so inclined to share it. Hey, you know, either way, I'm grateful and thankful that you chose this time to listen to this episode, and I hope you come back in the future. Until the next time, good mental health, good physical health, and as always, good spiritual health. Y'all take great care. Thank you for listening all the way to the end. I sure hope you enjoyed that episode. Please feel free to share us on your social media platform or giving it a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. You can reach me on my website at unhackmind.com or life-counseling-transitions.com. All this information will be in the show notes. All right, take care and I hope you come back.